Welcome to Health Insurance 2.0. 2.0. Produced by Custom Insured LLC. The only podcast aimed at improving HR and administrative efficiency to meet the new standard in group health expectations. Through our unmatched benefits, we elevate employee productivity and improve recruitment. Thanks for listening. We are Health Insurance 2.0. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Cal Burgess with Health Insurance 2.0, and today we have a very special guest on our podcast. Her name is Carolyn T. with Heartland Payroll Solutions. Carolyn, how are you doing today? And if you would, please uh, tell us a little bit about your background and uh, what you do. Hi, Calvin. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity uh, to chat with your listeners and yourself. Um, my background is quite varied. Um, I have a couple of degrees, uh, a Bachelor of Fine Arts, um, a Master's of Business Administration with a concentration in human resources. Um, I have worked abroad uh, as an au pair. I've also worked in the hospitality industry, um, in retail, and now I'm in outside sales with Heartland Payroll. Um, I like to say <clears throat> I'm a jack of all trades and a master of a couple of them. Um, because I really feel strongly about uh, speaking about the things that I actually know about. Um, and if I don't know something about a subject, I will try and educate myself on it before I make it uh, an opinion. So. I gotcha. And, and how long have you been providing uh, payroll services through Heartland? I've been in the industry for uh, just uh, for, for, bleh, I can't speak today. Uh, four years this month. Um, so going into my fifth year, um, I've been in sales for uh, eight to 10 years now, though. I got you. I'm kind of taking a shot in the dark. I'm guessing this uh, last year in sales or with that, uh, that fourth year, so to speak, is really uh, had a uh, shine a new light on things, huh? Yeah, there, it was, it was a, a, a difficult year in that I've changed careers, uh, almost or jobs every three years with my husband's military uh career moving around the country, um, and this is the first time I've gone through a move and been able to keep my my uh, position, um, so that's been kind of a, a learning process. Uh, I feel like I'm in a new job because I'm in a new area, but still am able to do the things that um, I know how to do, so that's been, been fun, but also with COVID, um, having to kind of pivot and, and uh, meet clients and, and prospects where they are currently at. Uh, rather than how I used to do business so it's been interesting so right it's been quite the transition and I think that's something that, that most small and medium-sized businesses are kind of struggling with right now you know the rules seem to be set in opposition from many aspects just from the simple standpoint of trying to integrate back the supply lines to where they were that small medium businesses are going to have to make is that you know embrace that technology and realizing that there's more of a flow now as far as meeting um, in a um, in a safer and more uh, um, communicative environment, so to speak, to where they don't have to worry about health issues if they're meeting with a group of people and to be able to conduct business accordingly. And what has been your experience of speaking to um, business owners in relation to that topic? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that. Um, COVID has really taught people that they need 
to be open to different ways of, of meeting and communicating with uh, people who can provide them services or offer something to their business. I know in 2019 or even January 2020, uh, most people preferred to meet in person uh, rather than over the phone, and now um, people are much more comfortable with meeting via Zoom or, or phone calls um, and, and trusting that that person can still provide the same level of service as if they were <clears throat> uh, able to meet in person. So I think that's just really forced people to change their perspective on how they're willing to do business. I also think that uh, offering a remote or flexible employee work environment um, is going to make them more successful as well. Um, I know New York City lost thousands of, hundreds of thousands of people to different parts of the country, like Florida and Arizona, and even upstate New York. Um, people are buying homes uh, right and left to live up there, but still telecommuting to the city for their high-paying jobs. So it's, it's really dispersed the, the population as well. Um, people are able to take advantage of country living uh, instead of having to live in the city where they were doing business before. So... No, I agree 100%. In fact, um, today on CNN, I found an article that spoke, I believe they said it was September of this year, there was 4.4 million applicants that quit their job for that very same reason, to be able to have the flexibility to work remotely and kind of control their own destiny. And there's a huge argument for that from you know, the amount of hours per week, which has to be close to 15 to 20 hours of rush hour from going to and from work. And then, of course, you know, all the meetings and different um, social interactions of office politics, et cetera, where a lot of companies have proven that, you know, if you can work remotely on your own schedule, you may have a clearer headspace to be able to be more productive. And I think one of the, the uh, toughest in, um, challenges is to not only um, learn to um, adjust your business the way it is or the way it was pre-pandemic, but also adjust it where you can grow and provide that infrastructure for, for new employees and be able to onboard those remote employees, of course, if the glove fits, right? If you're in a restaurant, that's not really going to be the case, or if you're working labor for auto parts or, you know, um, working on engines, you know, it's going to be very tough to do that remotely. but <laughs> Yep. As far as as more uh, you know, more for like the white collar or the contractual service or um, uh, sales that may require um, personnel being out in the field, et cetera. So, with that being said, um, what what has been your experience of the businesses that you've been dealing with, and, and have they uh, had success on um, creating that technology, or are they kind of outsourcing, or what's what's the challenge of the uh, businesses you work with with respect to that? Um, the, the approach to the new standards, so to speak? I think a lot of them are struggling to put a policy in place um, that will help their employees be productive while utilizing their home workspace. Um, I know I'm a member of the North Country Human Resources Association in Watertown, New York, um, and I often see emails from HR professionals belonging to that group um, asking if anyone has a policy for their employees that work from home. Um, I know, for example, Heartland itself was really promoting our time and attendance solution uh, to businesses who had remote employees because it would allow them to clock in and out from home 
um, to record their work hours that they were doing. Um, it also offers them uh, communication with their employees um, to, to communicate tasks that needed to be done um, or anything like that from home. So really opening up the uh, communication between the employer, employees, and setting those expectations around uh, work productivity um, while they're at home. I know for me personally, um, when we were in New York, uh, because my husband's in the military, we just moved from uh, upstate to New York to Missouri, um, I did not have a home office, and it was a struggle to get be productive, um, but not have a dedicated space for me to do my work. Uh, so when we moved here, I, I took one of the extra bedrooms, set up a desk, an office. I can walk out and shut the door or shut the door and lock it um, so I don't get interrupted. Um, but having that dedicated space to do work has made me way more productive um, than just trying to to operate in a bedroom on a, a table with a folding chair. <laughs> I don't know. It just was was mentally not um, conducive to doing work. And I know I also do business with a furniture company. They were also connecting with businesses to provide uh, work furniture for their employees at their homes um, so that they could be more productive. So I think it providing an adequate workspace and equipment and furniture um, to your employees at home, same as you would do in the office, but they have that that uh, stuff on, on in their home, it would make a huge difference for a, a lot of people, um, and they're not having to pay out of pocket for those things. So. <clears throat> Right, and that would just that would kind of translate to a much cheaper resolve than, say, renting out a five thousand square foot location for all their employees, right? So, Absolutely. you know, yeah, there there is huge costs on both sides, and one of the things that I've been speaking to uh, HR professionals about, and you know, with professionals like yourself who offer on the the uh, payroll assistant side, is um. You know, I believe that small, medium-sized businesses, if they incorporate these technologies to be able to bring on the remote employee and manage them, you know, the same level of expertise as they would an in-office employee, they're going to find out that, A, they're going to have a lot more time on their hands. B, they can uh, create the same standard of excellence, so to speak, for each employee walking in the door. And I think most mm -hmm. importantly, they, they would have a leg up over larger employers just because there isn't that bureaucratic um, um, uh, ongoing business model, you know, slowly moving things around where if a change needs to be made, you have to get that third manager's permission in the back room over by that side department. Right? So as <laughs> yeah. opposed to speaking of a horse's mouth and making a change instantaneously, actually providing value to what that employee services are so I really do I think they have a leg up just because they don't have to navigate through all that bureaucratic mess it's just about you know um, finding the right system that adapts to your culture to be able to integrate all these changes moving forward absolutely anytime you can flatten that uh, uh, pyramid or, or chain of, of people that have to have to make a be involved in the decision means you're going to move a lot faster um, in making a change and, and making it more uh, profitable for the business. So avenues are they looking at Carolyn to integrate this technology moving forward? Um, are they, uh, are they looking to, um, or do they contract out to a third party or are they looking to bring on their own internal resources or is that something that you provide a platform a platform for them? How does that all come together? 
So I think it's a combination of, of things. Um, some businesses are utilizing our solutions, uh, like the time and attendance piece I talked about, um, to manage employee productivity and, and uh, remote uh, work. And then others are, are using our service for payroll and the time and attendance, but then uh, implementing another communication method um, like a, uh, a sales, uh, sales force um, to, to what's the word, uh, expedite that communication or keep everybody on the same page. I really think it depends on the business and the, the depth of um, things that they're tracking and what they're communicating. Um, for example, I have a, a hotel that is looking at adding time and attendance because they want to be able to keep track of uh, the different hours worked in different um, department categories for some of their managers. Um, and they just want to be able to keep track of what hours are costing them in those different areas, even though the, the manager is getting the same rate of pay. Uh, but that's important to them to be able to track uh, what's being worked on and, and how uh, and what it's costing them as a business. If you don't know what you're paying for certain things, for labor, uh, for insurance, um, you, it's really hard to manage your business uh, financially successfully. Um, because you have no idea what's going in and what's coming out. Um, I, I talk to some people that they say, oh, I don't know what I pay in wages. How do you not know what your biggest outlay is for expenses? <laughs> you, but you'd be surprised. They are really not sure uh, what they pay in wages on a weekly or quarterly basis. So, Right. And, you know, without the uh, proper oversight on that, those things can get out of control pretty quickly where you may have a bunch of employees tapping into overtime. Now you're paying time and a half, et cetera. Um, yep. You know, I, I think that's uh, um, that's what they need to do. I think they need to also focus on management systems that are more centralized. So if they can limit the amount of outside systems being involved, I think what happens is there's some um, – misinformation that from one system talks to the other, or is that they can work through more of a centralized system, they may be able to line everything up they need through one system and maybe use an API configuration to fill in the blanks around that. Yep, yep absolutely. Um, not so much communicating with employees as far as their work, um, work stuff, but Heartland has uh, integrations with uh, 401ks, with providers, with uh, health insurance providers, both PNC and health. Um, and we, we provide the ease of use of having a single platform while allowing businesses to work with experts in those industries, which I think is uh, the best solution for a business owner's needs. Uh, not to have a one-stop shop where you're paying one company for all of the solutions that you have, but they do need to all communicate and work together. Um, if I had a, a payroll client that was looking for um, health insurance and the integrations that a broker could offer, I'm going to be going to them directly uh, to work on that rather than making the client reach out to each person individually. Uh, we work as a team for that, for that business. Right, absolutely. Making sure everyone's on the same page and everyone's taking the right step moving forward. And I think that's the important part of integrating that API because, um, uh, you know, you, what you're talking about are different softwares. You have one software that extends to other employer benefits. We have something similar that we offer with our uh, um, with the group health plans that we, that we uh, cater to. You know, they have uh, plans where they can manage all the employees through one 
the one portal access to schedule a coverage, access the, med the medical billing specialists who will take care of all their uh, medical billing needs, including, of course, setting up coverage uh, in advance of the first visit with their doctor. So all that can be you know, facilitated through one system through a smartphone app on their phone, where at the same time, you know, it, it lessens the load from HR or the administration personnel, now they're not having to be hands-on with everything. It's all done electronically, and they can see which employees have or have not completed the task and be able to lightly touch them on the shoulder to help provide the same level of service to where a remote employee isn't getting short-sighted from simply not being, you know, face-to-face, -face, where everyone's handled the same way with the same, you know, amount of uh, professional service. So I think being centralized this is very, very important, and you don't want to have too many boxes you're stepping outside of just because that's when the uh, communication kind of gets like it's lopsided and throws, throws um, other problems in the mix. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that brings to mind um, uh, making that data entry go away because anytime you're moving information from one system to another manually, uh, you're really opening yourself up to um, the risk of errors, which can lead to penalties and issues with compliance. Um, I know uh, there's a business in the past that I worked with that um, they their employees signed up for health insurance, but it was never manually entered into the payroll system. Um, and then they had a, a billable event, and uh, the company had to pay out of pocket for that health um, that health insurance cost because they never actually got the employees signed up for the coverage, and it was their error. Um, so anytime you can automate or integrate, that's really lessening the, the risk and the burden of um, a huge uh, cost that could be uh, accidentally incurred in the future. So, I yeah, that's really awesome that you have that API and, and how that can integrate together. Yeah, no, absolutely, because like, like you're saying, you know, one system may say green, good to go, and the other one's saying red. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll find out pretty quick how fast that red pops up. <laughs> yep, yep. Mm -hmm. And it's also mind-boggling to me sometimes, too, how people don't realize what position they're putting themselves in and opening themselves up to that risk. Just because it's always worked doesn't mean you're not going to have a problem in the future, uh, and you want to mitigate that risk before it is a problem um, if you know how to change it. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's uh, part of the expectation on the services that we provide, you know, um, where, you know, professionals that understand all this moving forward, where they're they're going to be able to communicate with other professionals and make sure everyone's on the same page. Now there's no looking over the shoulder or forwarding this email over to that person and hoping that they're getting the same translation. You know, you have everyone on the same page. And I think mm -hmm. uh, through that integration, I, I really believe that small, medium, Size businesses do have the advantage just because of the quick adaptations they can meet. Um, and if, if uh, not only that, but of course, now you're looking at a talent pool coast to coast versus what, 50 miles from your office, yeah. which brings in a whole different dynamic. And uh, um, I think that is very important for small, medium sized businesses to develop moving forward. Or I think what's going to happen is they're going to end up losing more and more. more uh, employees to different market opportunities and causing their business to slowly take a step backwards in your step in the wrong direction. Absolutely. And I know some people would be hesitant about somebody who lives across the country or something like that. 
Um, but I mean, you're you're opening your talent pool up, and you're also opening your customer pool up, especially if you're dealing with uh, in, not intelligence, but like um, white collar or or jobs that can be done over the internet. Like, why limit yourself to the physical area that you're in uh, when you can now do business all across the country and support other businesses that are looking for the products and services that you can provide. Um, your, you might have to offer more for an employee who's working um, remotely as far as like um, the, the salary, but you're also opening up your opportunity to bring in more revenue for your business. Right. And I think that comes down to just um, accepting that, you know, we can only see as far as the trees in front of us, not realizing there's a huge forest behind it, right? So I think yeah. some people would be really surprised to realize how much work of their business is not done near their office in a different yeah. city, in a different state, and how that information gets moved over from place to place, especially when you're talking, you know, back-end configurations of banking applications or, or who they're investing with on their 401k, et cetera. So this mm -hmm. is a concept that's always been there, but it's never been right in front of the face of the small and medium-sized business. And here we are with the market turning that way, you know, I believe that we're going to have these ongoing pandemic issues for quite some time. You know, right now, um, even almost two years into it, we still have 30% of the population that, that chooses not to vaccinate. And, you know, whether where you stand on one side or the other isn't the, isn't the point. The point is that this disease is going to continue to spread and we're going to continue to have these outbreaks, which is going to cause, you know, um, more of a transition in this style of uh business moving forward of that hybrid employee. You know, once once employees realize that they can go remote, it's I think I just I just don't see the change of the momentum going back to a three hour work week, back to a rush hour traffic, kind of taking a step, you know, backwards and we you know um um reversing all the uh all the positive attributes of what the remote employee brings to the table. You know? Mm -hmm. What came to mind when you were we were talking was community. So um, what I've seen in New York and Missouri, uh, the community is very tight-knit. Um, oh, you didn't grow up here, so I'm not going to do business with you. I don't know you. I don't know who your parents are. Um, but that community right. is shifting through COVID with people more into uh, groups of that are doing the same type of business or even the same uh, like-minded uh, groups like surrounding COVID or politics or whatever, the, the environment is very politicized. Um, and I think that people are coming to the point where they are recognizing that they might not find a group of people that's like-minded to them locally, but there's other people around the country that feel the same way they do. Um, and they're, they're banding together in those groups that span across the country rather than just being in a phys one physical location. So um, that's what I'm seeing as far as uh, how people are shifting and, and, and doing business and making those relationships. So, Right. It isn't so much about who you know. It's people that have like-minded uh, um, like personalities or mm -hmm. have the same kind of outlook. But. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't mind to disagree with people um, about certain things. Uh, which is absolutely fine. I, 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 that would be no fun to always agree with everyone on everything that could possibly be discussed. What new ideas are going to come from that? 
new ideas, new new ways of doing things always come from disagreements rather than agreements. Um, but I think that uh, also having a group of people that you can fall back on and commune with um, is refreshing as well. So that we can't always be disagreeing, but you want to have uh, both both pieces, agreement and disagreement. Gotcha. Okay, well, listen, we're uh, we're kind of running out on time of the show here. So, Carolyn, if you would, if you let the uh, um, listeners know how to contact you to pursue your services and um, a little bit more about what you do, um, I guess uh, go ahead and let them know. Absolutely. I consult with businesses on their payroll and human resources support. Um, Heartland provides payroll uh, to small to mid-sized businesses. Uh, we have no employee count limit, so I'm able to help anyone anywhere in the country. Uh, my email is carolyn.t at heartland.us. That's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N.T-E-E at heartland.us. I'm also on LinkedIn under Carolyn T. if anyone wants to contact me. Um, I'm happy to reach out and, and just consult. We're very consultative and uh, provide ideas on how to do things differently or make you more profitable. So, Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on our show and look forward to having you as a return guest down the road. Appreciate yeah. your time. I had a great time to chat with you. Thank you. Absolutely. And for all the visitors out there, um, if you're a small or medium-sized business, um, I really do um, urge you all to look at the next step of using this, uh, this technology, whether you're outsourcing this or bringing it in to help your business move forward. Um, those who fail to onboard these changes moving forward are going to take a step back, especially within the next year or two. Um, if you want to learn more about the services that we provide with health insurance 2.0, you can check us out at bettergrouphealth.com or customer insured.com. Please stay tuned. We're going to have many more episodes to come. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, enjoy your weekend. To learn more about the valuable services we extend through employee group health plans, you can visit us at www.bettergrouphealth.com. Learn how to upgrade your company coverage to the new standard of a post-pandemic reality. We are Health Insurance 2.0.